Blog Talk Radio. He was born in the summer of his 27th year, coming home to a place he'd never been before. He left yesterday first came to the mountains, his life was far away, on the road, hanging by a song. But the string's already broken, and he doesn't really care. It keeps changing fast, and it don't
Oh, what a beautiful song to start the day. Beautiful John Denver, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Oh, man, one of the most beautiful uh, areas here in the States for sure. And uh, so, um, yeah, so great way to start. I hope everybody's doing good here. And um, we're glad that you are here. Um, Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we're live on the radio show on Journey in the Light. We're also streaming live on Facebook to kind of broaden the crowd, bring more people in and find the show. And it's really great. We've been doing this for a while now. And welcome, Facebook guys. You can do both, actually, Lori. You can actually do both. And if you are, you know, called in, let me know your area code in the chat here. I'll We'll try to bring you in here maybe a little bit earlier. Rachel Thompson Phillips um, is my guest here on the show. And um, she's from Australia. And uh, so call on in, 347-884-8245. Press the one on your phone to come aboard. Okay? That's what you do. Press the one on your phone to come aboard. Um, and... Um, so there we go. We'll go to callers here shortly. So a lot of people on the queue. So um, I think some of you guys um, haven't heard me say, if you want to speak to Rachel, press the one on your phone. Otherwise, you're just in listening category, and um, which is fine, but we won't be um, bringing you up. Hello, Jennifer Jennison. Thanks for being here. Um, and Sarah and Marie and Lisa. Um, Lori, okay, a lot of people in there in, in the uh, chat. So thanks everybody for being here very much. Um, so there you go. We got everything there. I do want to say, um, as um, you know, in case you don't know, if you're new, um, hello Lisa, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so. I do want to say, um, if you haven't already heard about what we do as far as not just this radio show that I've been doing for 10 years, um, over 4,000 shows on Journey in the Light, um, and, but I also do something that's very near and dear to my heart, um, and I think it is, is to yours as well, because most people that come here are spiritually like-minded, Right? We're here because we're spiritual and, um, you know, and this is the type of um, family gathering that we uh, connect with, right? And we're all about, you know, what spirituality, when you break it down, some people um, have the misnomer thinking that being spiritual means you're a psychic or a medium or a spiritual radio host, but no, that, that doesn't make us spiritual at all. What spirituality is, is love, love 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 for our brothers and sisters and willing to help them especially the less fortunate the 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 people that you know have gotten to the place that you know that they're really struggling you know we can look around and we can see that we're you know we got four walls around us a ceiling um but we have homeless people we have people that um, that, you know, uh, right now have a family and have kids and they've got literally no power, no water and nothing in the fridge. And I've seen those families 
Why? Because we do a mission called Love in Action, putting our spirituality, our words that we say we are. You know, it's always if we say we are spiritual, then we need to put that into action. We need to actually, you know, when they always say action speaks louder than words, it's true. It is true. So that's what we do in Love in Action. It's a group that Jennifer Taylor and myself, um, Jennifer runs Quantum Touch. It's a healing modality out of Hawaii. And uh, we've been doing this since last Christmas. And we go out, I go out directly to the streets and help the homeless. Um, I also, like I said, help families that, you know, that, you know, have no electricity and have little kids running around. Um, we've turned on their power. Uh, we've helped uh, folks uh, who are on the verge of being homeless and um, done either, you know, help them out with their rent a little bit each month or caught them up on their rent or, you know, just just love and action, just helping folks that are in, you know, worse situations, you know. Uh, we don't judge. I mean, one thing I will say is we don't enable, you know, I will help people get, you know, help get recovery, but um, not going to worsen the cause, uh, if you know uh, what I mean by that. But that's what we do in Love and Action. And we ask folks that are here um, on our shows to please, you know, make a donation to our homeless mission, um, Love and Action. Um, and you can do that by either GoFundMe or you can do it by the um, our PayPal uh, button. And um, and I'll tell you one quick story in case you're new to the show. I mean, this is what we've done, and this is what I believe in so strongly. And um, it, it just uh, and I try to keep my emotions in check. I you know I'm an empath, so. I can sometimes on these shows, you know, break down in tears. I'll be honest about it and don't think there's anything wrong about that. I don't think like some people think it shows, you know, that, you know, you're weak or something like that. I don't believe that for a minute. Um, it shows that we are real, that we have feel for people, that we're not cold hearted. Um, but anyway, we have actually helped a guy named Burles who at the age of 14 he was kicked out of his family house by his dad. Dad kicked him out. And you don't want to know why? It wasn't drugs or guns or sex or nothing like that. It was because he went to church with neighbors and his dad forbidden it. And when his dad found out, he kicked him out and said, don't you ever come back here again. And he never came back. And God led me to him. At age 66, all those years, basically homeless, living on the streets, right on the concrete, and we moved him. He, he almost got killed in a tornado this past spring. He literally had to dive into a dumpster to be saved. Um, this was at 2 in the morning. There was no place to go. Winds in excess of 125 miles an hour. Um, anyway, we, we moved him to having his own place now that we pay his monthly rent, and he has a place now at age 66, finally, uh, that he calls home, all due to the love 
of you guys love in action. And and is that worth it? Is that worth it? Because like I say on these shows, and it's really true, if it is not us that helps, who will? Who? And I've asked that question all year long, and we all know if it's not us, there ain't going to be nobody. It definitely ain't going to be the government. It ain't going to be the rich. I don't see Cadillacs out there doing what I do, uh, pulling up and, and helping homeless. So that's why I say, guys, stop what you're doing and donate. Don't put it off to tomorrow or next week or the end of the month. Surely, you know, we can donate tonight and tomorrow we won't be homeless. And if we can say that, then we should, I feel, use you. Use your guide, but personally, I give, I've given a lot to this mission, not just in time, but in money, and I feel if I, if I can donate today, then, you know, um, and not be homeless tomorrow, then I'm going to do that, because, you know, just the feel you get from helping is amazing, and um, so, um and you know, and we know when we give, it comes back to us so many times over. We don't give to get, but it just has that way of working, you know. Um, what does the Bible say? You know, without without works, your faith is dead. I so believe that. I so believe it. So, um, and so what we say is, if you're calling in, the last thing I'll say is, if you're calling in, it's not required to donate, but if you're if you're donating and calling in, we say, hey, if you donate $29, $29, we'll give you a 10-minute reading. It's a long reading, and it's it's a bargain, you know, like, you know, what a private reading would cost. That's a bargain, and you're helping, though. The main thing is you're helping those less fortunate, so it's a win-win um, for everybody, so – you can go to the links right now, make the donation, let me know that you've done that. We'll bring you up first. It's a thank you for helping out these wonderful folks. And um, I do have the links on the show page, on the radio show page, and also on Facebook as well. So there you go there. And um, and if there's, you know... Um, and the readings are psychic medium readings. Somebody's asked a question, and um, and there we go. There. Uh, all right. So let's go to the phone lines here, and let's turn the mic over to uh, my co-host, my guest on this show, Rachel Thompson Phillips from Australia. Welcome back, Rachel. Hey, Michael. How are you, love? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. So, so how, your cause seems to be bringing a lot of awareness for people to see on how to, you know, continue to give and help others less fortunate. So that's really great. Yeah, right. It is. Uh, it's, it's great to see. So, um, yeah. So, um, great, great, great. Good to have you back, Rachel. And I said a co-host because, you know, you were my co-host on L.A. Talk Radio. <laughs> so it's like I can turn over the mic to you and I can just sit back and know you can take care of the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did have a lot of fun. 
We did. We did. I miss you on the show. But um, anyway, you're still here, though. So anyway, um, so um, what are we what are you talking about today, Rachel? I think like the thing I've been really noticing is that there seems to be like a really there seems to be a lot of fear that's building up within people. We've had plenty of planetary and moon activity of recent and there's obviously there's a lot of fear around you know globally what's happening out there in the world and we can sometimes get really consumed by that yet our I feel like our goal at this point is to keep moving in the direction of what you're really really passionate about and therefore we get to help um, many people along the way and remove them from fear because when anyone's stuck in fear nothing good is generated in their their mindset becomes altered their emotional state becomes depleted and eventually they start to give up on certain things that they're really passionate about just because they're driven by all of the factors of fear rather than recognizing that fear is present in everything that we do and we can either harness that fear and use it to motivate us to have a look at where maybe some of the gaps are that we can have in our world and also use it as a tool to realize that when you are moving in the direction of what you're really passionate about, fear is a natural extension and it occurs all the time. So it's unnatural to think that if you're making lots of changes in your world, that fear is not going to come up. It's a little bit unrealistic. <clears throat> yeah, if we realize that fear is just a really natural progression and it's also an indicator that if you're moving in the direction of what you're passionate about, so you say, for example, you're moving, wanting to change jobs, you're wanting to move to a new location, start up a business, anything like that, or move out of a relationship and whatever is not serving you, fear can be used as a guide to let you know that it's part of your journey right at this point and that, that fear is more that you're more worried about your future because when we spend more time thinking about our future, we become fearful in the present now. And so that robs us of making any different changes in the world right at this very given moment. And if we just bring ourselves back to the present reality, then we have the opportunity to go, what is really going on for yourself? And are these thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you're feeling, are they real? What part of about the fear is real and how can you, rewrite a different story or reframe your thinking so that you can go, okay, well, I've got a little bit of fear here, but I'm going to actually direct my focus into the direction of where I want to go and know that fear is going to come with me for a short period. And eventually as my confidence builds and as I feel more and more comfortable and confident in this next transitional page, then that fear will start to dismiss rather than I'm finding there seems to be that either people are working with the fear or they're getting stuck in the fear. And the ones that are stuck in the fear, it really does hold them back. And once you let fear move into one area of your life, it's going to leak into other areas of your world. And so then you start to feel a little bit crippled by what's going on. And that's not what your soul is wanting at this point. It's wanting for you to blossom and grow. And we don't grow unless we have obstacles or challenges. And through those times is when we find that dynamics within our own gifts and our own strengths that we can draw upon at these really challenging times. 
So are you finding um, through some of your callers that there seems to be a lot of fear around Michael at all? Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. Uh, there is a lot of fear. There's, um, there's so much going on in the world right now that people are are just overwhelmed. Um, I mean, between, you know, what we're seeing over here, between, you know, the uh, massive hurricanes, um, and then you got the, you know, big earthquake in Mexico, um, and then you got all this turbulence going on with, um, you know, North Korea and, and other things. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to swallow. Mm. That's so true, and, and that seems to, you know, be having a preventing people from making decisions right now. We You can spend a whole lot of time worrying about whether there could be a war and waste all of that time right now <clears throat> stopping yourself from making any decisions based upon something that you don't know is actually even going to come to fruition. People are talking about it, but there's no. it hasn't started today or it's not going to start tomorrow as far as we know. So all we can do is make a decision based on what's what's real for you today and I think if we can stay present and you know there's that um, there's that saying you know fear is false evidence appearing real and so we can once we let one little thing consume us with fear it just starts to snowball and it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's why people hit overwhelm because it's it's too much for the brain to consume on every level and so therefore it doesn't become defeatist it just becomes worn down and then your emotions are even more heightened you have a much higher level of sensitivity to anything that happens around you to you within you and everything becomes incredibly exacerbated where if you can just take a moment just you know, five minutes every day just to check in with yourself. How are you feeling? And if you're not feeling the way that you would like to feel, then ask yourself, what can you do to bring yourself back into an alignment? And sometimes you may need to do that two or three times throughout the day if you're noticing that your energy or your emotions are starting to slip down. Then you'll find that you can make those adjustments along the way all the time rather than fall into that pattern of, staying in that fear and letting doubt overcome you, feeling overwhelmed, feeling emotionally exhausted and staying in that place because nothing good is generated from there. You rob yourself from a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and we miss that most beautiful gift that we have within ourselves is to be grateful for everything that is in your world right at this very given moment. And I think it comes back to that you know, that motto, where we give focus becomes our attention. So the less we focus on the fear and the more that we focus, bring our attention to what is actually real in your world right at this moment and make tiny little single steps every single day towards the life or the dreams or anything that you're wanting to work towards and do something every single day towards that. It's going to shift your perception. It's going to lift your spirits. It's going to refocus you on acknowledging that you've taken one step today and to congratulate yourself. And you can give yourself permission to bring that joy into your own world. We are responsible for how we feel ourselves. Um, even if there's a collectiveness of you know, fear around there, you don't need to connect into that. There are 
all of these amazing other things that are going on in this world. Um, and that can be so much more pertinent than worrying about something that's into the future that may not even eventuate. So, yeah, I think that um, I agree with that. You know, there's, you know, if, um, if the uh, something like North Korea or something like that is uh, bothering you, you know, say a prayer and just let it go. There's, you know, worrying has never accomplished anything. And most of the time, you know, the truth of the matter is it's a lot of hot air, uh, especially from this president. It's uh, been even proven that way. It's, uh, <laughs> and, but um but just kind of let it go it's, it's, and just, and just you know, kind of what we talked about before on this show is just, uh, you know, kind of uh, take your dose of news, you know, in small doses, you know, just, um, you know, especially if it affects you badly like that. Mm. Yeah. But it's not even just around, like, what's happening. The fear isn't just around, like, you know, all the right. things that are happening globally. It's also just around, like, when when you go to make a decision to make some really big changes in your world, it's really easy to get caught up in the fear rather than thinking, well, you wouldn't have made that decision in the first place if you didn't think it was the right thing for you and to just believe in yourself and trust in yourself and know that when you make really big changes, there is always going to be that little element of fear. It's how often are you going to feed that fear or focus on the reason why you're making these changes or why you want to do something to really propel you to go in the direction of those dreams, not slip back into that little bit of fear. Right, exactly. Um, very well said. Yeah, yeah, there's so much things going on in our day-to-day lives. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of meditation and, and uh, just find your happy place. Uh, find your happy place each each day. That will... I think uh, help. That's what I, I know I practice. So, and that's awesome because that we are responsible for for our own self. And if you're finding that you're not feeling good, there are a million different things that you can do to bring yourself back on track again. And if we realize how incredibly powerful we are, and that we can create a radical shift immediately, it's amazing how strengthened you become by just knowing that within your own self that you can move yourself in any direction that you want to. You're never ever stuck anywhere if you don't want to be. Right. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, So Rachel, you ready to go to the phone lines? Definitely. Let's see how we can help some of these people. All righty, sounds great. Um, let's first go to, um, um, I believe, out in California and join in with Victoria. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Victoria. How are you, love? Uh, fine. This is uh, Valerie. Oh, Valerie. Oh, my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Why did I get that from? <laughs> There's it's another okay. Victoria. <laughs> sorry, I had to get up early today. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, How are you, okay. Valerie? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Uh, Rachel, I spoke with you two weeks ago about a job, 
and it was four days a week, and I was hesitant. But then I called, I tried to contact her to no avail. So I believe that situation's gone. So do you see something else coming up? The thing that's coming up for me right at this very point is that you need to just be able to, the thing that's coming up is playfulness. So that is an element of being able to just stand back before making any decision to move forward, take a moment to step back, just sort of let go of that uh, current, that previous situation and just reassess what is really important for you before making the next step. Because sometimes when something doesn't work, we just get into that momentum of the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yet we don't take a real, really given moment to really check in with ourselves to see what is really important so that you can align yourself and match yourself up with the next position of the job. So I do see another job coming up, but it won't be for a couple more months. Um, And I feel like in that time, it's just a time, I feel like there's been a lot of pressure around this and expectation from your own self, not from others, but from your own self. I need to have this. I have to do that. This is my reason why. And almost like having to explain yourself to yourself to justify everything. Whereas I feel like there needs to be a moment where you just sort of let go of all of that, um, almost pretend like all of those expectations are like baggage and just drop the bags down and just go and just enjoy the world for just a moment. Give yourself a breathing space before you jump on and you'll come back with such a renewed mindset, a real vigor and vitality for life. And that is naturally just going to attract you like a magnet, exactly everything that you've wanted. Oh, okay. Okay. There's, there's always this, people always feel like, and it's, and I know I've got myself into a habit of this um, for a little while myself. So we as humans, there's, so much motto, um, motto around hustle, 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 be busy, be productive all the time. And all, you're, not, you're never going to succeed unless you come from that mindset. And that's not naturally true because if your energy levels are not feeling awesome and you move into hustle, 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 you are using more of a masculine element, which is force, push, shove, and make shit happen. And you can bring something into your world, but is it in alignment with yourself? No. And you end up making the same errors as what we have done and we learned from, from the past. There is a space that in the quietness, you know, that's saying in the quietness, the answers are revealed by being, stopping that hustle and but moving into a place of flow and allowing ourselves to rest is also attracting things to us because even when you go to the gym, um, they will eat, anyone that um, teaches PT will say you, your muscles are still active on rest day. Well, the same is happening. Just because you're resting doesn't mean your whole body and your energy levels are not attracting what it is that you want into your world. So that's the, the feeling that I get with you at this moment, to just take a breath, just collect yourself again, and then when you go to do it, just going to naturally align with you and just everything will fall into place. But first you just need to just have a little bit of breathing space. Oh, okay. All right. So I hope that helps, Valerie. Probably not what you wanted to hear, I don't think. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, that sounds good. No, it's okay because I'm not really in a rush um, to work. I just wanted to be busy somewhat. Mm. 
instead of, you know. Notice that exact word that you said, which was be busy, and that's a form of distraction. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we try to distract ourselves from what's actually really going on for ourselves. And I think as women, especially, we've got ourselves into a habit that if we're not busy, we're not being productive. If we're not being productive, we're not serving. Um, then, you know, and women have this habit and, and I've heard my mum say it, I heard my nan say it and I've actually caught myself out a few times that we sort of think unless we're being busy, if we were to stop, we're going to fall apart. And that's not true. It's so not true and we fall into that false belief around that right. and so therefore we are always like keeping ourselves in a state of busyness. So we can be busy, but that doesn't mean that we're productive. And it doesn't actually mean that we are enjoying our life. You know, I take my dogs, just as an example, I take my dogs for a walk every single day. Now, I have to remind myself whilst I am out there to just observe, not see, but actually observe what is going on around in the world. And that's very different than just seeing the world. Because seeing the world means that you can see the world, you know, still be listening to your music, thinking about the to-do list that you've got in front of you, but nothing has really been absorbed. Whereas where you actually absorb, you actually look at how beautiful the, the leaves are on the tree. You actually feel the sun on your skin. And that brings you back to being present. And I think that's a position that we haven't really been, um, that we really give ourselves permission to play in because somehow in our mindset we feel that that's not right. And that's the the feeling that I get with you at this point is that you need to, and it would be in your best interest, to just actually be present and just really enjoy what is around in your environment right at this very given moment. Okay. Sounds good. My pleasure. It was wonderful to hear from you, Valerie, and thanks for calling in and letting me know. Thank you, and thank you, Michael. All right. Thank you, Valerie. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Take care. All right. I've known Valerie for years, but I also know <laughs> Victoria in California, so uh, these, these, these. All right. Uh, let's go next, then, to uh, Nancia in Georgia. Hello? Hello. Hi, Dancia. How Hi, are you? Hi, Rachel. Hi. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, love. Thank you for asking. Um, I, too, had a question in regards to um, a job. Um, I just recently graduated with my bachelor's, and um, I'm hoping to, you know, with this new career path transition into um something that will bring in some good income, especially while me and my husband are in the process of purchasing a home. Um, And, I mean, I've applied to um, a sister company where I'm working at um, because I only work there like once a week. So I'm hoping that I'll hear something back from them or anything else that comes through, I guess. Okay. Um, first, I want to say congratulations. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of now to you. get through years of study. <laughs> I think yes. being a student, I think it's one of the biggest challenges. You learn so much about yourself. The thing that yeah. comes up as soon as I heard you talking, love, is that you need to dream bigger than what you are. I feel like at this point, you'll just settle for whatever comes through fear of thinking that if you don't do something, then all those years of study has been wasted. Remember yeah. when you were kids. 
Remember when you're uh-huh. a kid and um, you even now if you go and ask a child, what do they want to do? They want to be astronauts. They want to be, you know, doctors. They want to be surgeons. They, and they want to change the world. They want to go to the moon. That's the kind of experience that is really going to help move you to a job that's going to be fulfilling. Now, I want okay. you to take that word on very, very um, carefully because you, want, you haven't spent all of these years and dedication to this job, mm-hmm. like to what you really enjoyed to do and you're very, very, you are naturally very good at this um, work that you're moving into, um, for you to just settle for second best and then think over the next 10 years I'll actually move in the direction of where I, you know, really ultimately want to be. That's other people's okay. perceptions. I feel like other people's opinions and perceptions are filtering into you and then you're starting to believe in what other people are saying and as it was like what I was saying before there's a bit of fear base behind that so for me I feel like unless the job that you're going for scares the living daylights out of you then it's not the right job for you if you can look at it and go yeah I can do that with my eyes closed why bother okay. there is there's no room to grow and if you are not fulfilled that's going to filter back through the work that you want to do now you haven't dedicated what, probably four or five years of at, you, at college or uni that you've been at? Is that how long you've been there for? Um, about two years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So two years is still an incredibly long time to dedicate to um, getting yeah. a degree. You haven't given up that kind of time to just settle, have you? Right. No, I haven't. <laughs> so notice not. how even your tone from the moment that I said to you, you're settling for less, automatically your tone has gone, yeah, I have been, and it's really lifted. Yeah. So look for the job that really inspires you, that you can really sink your teeth into and has potential for you to know that you can do the job well but has an area for you to grow. I think we as humans, we're designed to continue to grow and evolve. If we're not going and evolving, then we're dying. And that shows through everything in this world. You're really good at what you do. Give it 100%. Don't settle for less. And you know what? If you have to wait six weeks for that ideal job to come along, it's going to be the best six weeks because once you get into a job that you are truly passionate about and excited, but also a little bit scared because I think when I think there's going to be a job that you look for and you go, tick, 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 yes, I can do that. Okay, well, I'm going to have to fake I can't do these last couple, but I'm really, really smart chick and I can learn that real quick as soon as I'm showing it. That's the kind of job you need to go for, okay? Okay, okay. And you will find that then things will start, you'll start attracting that kind of position. It will set you up financially as well because I feel like you've got a dollar sign sitting going, okay, unless this job meets this dollar sign, I'm not really looking at it, raise the dollar sign by about another 25 to 50K, okay? Right, okay. All right, thank you so much. That's my absolute pleasure. It was nice chatting with you, love. All right, bye. Take care. Okay, I am back. Yes, I am here. You <laughs> caught me with a, you honestly caught me with a cracker in my mouth, and I was so quickly getting some water to get it down. <laughs> I thought I had another second. Uh, let's go to our next caller, being totally transparent here. 
um, <laughs> New York, and Mary Ellen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, Hi, Mary Ellen, how are you? I'm okay, you know, going through life, struggles. <laughs> that doesn't sound very, <laughs> doesn't sound very old to Mary Ellen. <laughs> Uh, my question is, I have such a struggle trying to organize and declutter. I really would like to know how I can unblock myself. The first thing that comes to mind is, um, and, and I'm going to say this with all the best of love, Del, but I feel like the very first thing is the moment you said, I really want to declutter and let it go. I feel like you inside your real true soul, uh, soul truth is you actually don't want to let it go. You think you want to let it go because it would be the right thing to do, but you're actually really quite comfortable with all of that stuff there. And they all have a memory, a momentum, and a reason that it's in your world. Yeah. So, so, can you, so can you see why there, there is no way that you're going to let something go while there's still such an intense emotional connection to those items? Oh, boy. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but what you could do is reframe the meaning for it. So okay. you've, you have, I would say, um, the thing that I'm picking up is that the reason that the emotional attachment to a lot of it is, a, is not a fear, but I feel like it comes from a lack of. I feel like you didn't have a lot when you were very young, and so therefore each one of those items that you have is like an accomplishment and the fear of if I let it, if I give it away, then I could end up with nothing. And, that's, and that thinking behind that creates the desire to hold on even more. So you've got one half of your brain going, you need to hold on to this for dear life because if you give that away, you, you're going to end up, you know, poor and destitute and have nothing. And the other part's going, that's, that's really silly. Like, it's time to release this. So you've got this internal conflict going on. And then you become like the bystander that just goes, you know what, this is just way too much and just goes, I, I just can't even do it. So I would just... Um, go in and with each item just actually ask what is the actual emotional attachment to it before you decide to even think about giving it away ask yourself what's the emotional attachment to it and is it because you have to remember emotions are based on the memories that we have created in our mind so an item is not going to be the end point of where your memories sit within your mind your memories in your mind will fit ever be with you and that a material possession is not is not the memory itself that is just the trigger to remind yourself of a memory and once you can get your mind around that kind of stuff you may find that there's a much less resistance to actually clear things away because I feel like you actually do want to on some level want to start clearing Stuff away from you because I feel like um, I feel like there's just so much stuff, and when we have a collection of stuff that builds a great deal of energy, and it's old energy, and I feel like you're ready for the new, but it just seems also too hard. Um, so stop the resistance within yourself. Do it on a day where you feel good. Check in with each one of those. Are you holding on to it as a symbol for something, or does that 
do keep that memory in your mind and so therefore that item is not a symbol of that memory. Okay. Thank you very much. That's my pleasure, love, and best of luck. Okay. And you know Thank what, you. if you don't wanna if you don't want to let things go, then just be really okay with that what you want to do. Okay? And that will stop the internal conflict going on within yourself. Right. Okay. Thank you very, very much. My pleasure, love. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. Okay, let's go to area code 908. Welcome to the show. Can we get your first name, where you're calling from? Well, hi, good evening. This is Caroline. I'm calling from New Jersey. Hi, Caroline. How are you? I'm great. My first time speaking with you. That's really Um, nice. Thank you so much for jumping on today. Yay. Um, Yes. I represent an author, and uh, it went... The book, is a manuscript, has been around for a couple of years. And now the, my author has used a ghostwriter, but it still sounds like nothing was done. It's not exciting. And I'd like to know if she really used the ghostwriter. And I'm not sure what to do with this thing anymore because, I mean, this is kind of like, she chose a ghostwriter that has the same tone. So, you know, what I criticized, you know, kind of I wanted to enhance the book. That never really happened yet. So I'd like to know what do you see for this book? I'm still going to represent it. That's okay. Um, I feel like the intention was set to to create exactly exactly what you had said. But even though that this ghostwriter has the same tone, it doesn't have the same intention, the same excitement. I mean, this is your baby. This is something you've worked on, something you're really, really passionate about. And that's what's missing from, from this new scripture right at this point. Um, the thing I've been seeing at this point is that if you're really not happy with the direction that it's going, source out someone that will. Okay, because when you first sent this to this person um, and, and got accepted to become an author with a particular, with this um, agency, it fitted with where you were at that point. Now you're not at that same, you've evolved and it's like there's a, um, a different frequency that both of you are working on. And although the end result is the same, which is to sell plenty of books, how you yeah. both want to go about that, I think the pathways are very different. So the thing that I feel like is that you're just waiting to hear that it's okay to move towards getting another author, uh, sorry, another publishing company. Um, that would be, that's the direction that I feel like. Um, okay. And one that you have a little bit more, not so much control over, but more input into be able to then go in and say, hey, I really appreciate this, but it's missing that. And know yeah. that that um, publisher is going to really respect exactly the whole reason. I mean, there's no point putting out something or else you're going to feel mm-hmm. not proud about it. Yeah. You haven't worked this hard to do this to not feel incredibly proud. Now, if someone's not working towards that same mission as you, then source someone else, love. Thank you so much. I really that's, appreciate it. That's, that's my that's my absolute pleasure. Remember, you so always, you just needed to hear that love, but you already knew that. Yeah. So oh, just yeah. remember, like, you, you're on track. You are really on track and on point with the direction, the feel, oh, good. The, look, yes. the way, everything. Yes. Just believe in that and 
this is not the only avenue in which that can be done. And I think that's what happens when you put something out. Like I know when I first designed my first set of Oracle cards, um, there was that you put so much time and energy. It's a part of your soul was put into this. And, and someone wants to come in and alter all of that. It's like, someone taking a bit of your soul away from you and you're like, hey, hang on a second. That was not the intention. And yes. remember that intention builds energy. And the vision that you, and I feel like you have already seen the vision of how this is really going to unfold. Keep believing yes. in that because it hasn't been given to you for no reason. Okay, love. So just keep trusting Thank your you. instincts and your intuition. That. You're on track and things will work out beautifully. It just may take oh. a little bit longer, but yes. don't worry. Just because something takes longer, that is the gift. Because if something takes longer, that means you're not settling for less along the way. Okay? You, thank you. I really appreciate That's where, I, like you said, I really needed to hear that. Because it's like, oh, it's a little no <laughs> That's my <laughs> absolute you. pleasure. And I wish you all the very best, love. Thank you. Thank you so much. And have a lovely, I don't know for you what time it is. There. It's, have <laughs> it's a lovely it's day. It's morning here. Well, you have a wonderful evening too. And as I said, best of luck. You're on track. Just keep thank going. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy now. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks for your call there. And uh, all right. Well, we got through all the callers, Rachel. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. All righty. Well, I'm going to let you go. Enjoy your morning on a uh, – you're on a Wednesday already, so half of the week's already almost gone. So there you go. There you go. You don't even need to be psychic. You just need to be on the other side of the world, and you already know what's happening the next day. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can let us know how tonight's going to be, right? That's right. The sun hasn't all right, then, love. Have a wonderful yet. week. All right, you and, too. Uh, thank you to all the callers for calling in. See you guys. All right, bye-bye, Rachel. All right, that's Rachel Thompson-Phillips from Australia. And we'll be back on live in about an hour with Media Michelle Fletcher, one of the best mediums in the world. <laughs>